Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I wanted to talk with you guys about editing after, <laughs> yes, editing after you put up your pre-orders. So I am so thankful that I have other self-published authors out there in the world that talk about the things that they do. So then I don't feel absolutely ridiculous like I'm the only person when I don't have like writers circles like in real time you guys know that I have Facebook groups I have all of you I have now a circle of writing friends that I text and email back and forth but my YouTube people also provide me with a wealth of knowledge and I'm just very thankful that they will say oh look at this markup book that I got and this is why you should pre-order because I think it's a fabulous idea because it puts the pressure on and here's what I'm trying to say all in this crazy way without coffee and on the way to work at 6 a.m. in the morning on my first day back to work with children <laughs> I want to tell you that I do the five rounds of edits I've talked with you guys about that before you can go back and find those episodes so I'm not going to bore you with all of that but I also have banked my books and I am so thankful that I have because for example last week I wrote blogs but I didn't in a poem so that if I look back over last week's productivity poetry and blogs okay I did write so yes check that off my you know check off my box and I wrote but as far as actually creating anything new working on chapter three in my Hallmark book, nothing. Like, I just could not. I, I didn't have that sustained energy. Um, Saturday was Sam's birthday, so my little turned 12. And there was no way I could pull up a computer on the day of my child's birthday. Um, we had a wonderful time. We went to the Asian market. We went to eat um, Japanese food. We had sushi and they mixed up their sushi. It was hilarious, but they loved it and ate it anyway. Um, yesterday we went to church, had to go to the Halloween store. Um, cause I love spirit store and we already started talking about our haunted house. And so, cause we do a big family haunted house in our yard. I know it's weird, but that's something that we look forward to every year. Um, and so even though, you know, 
I had time to write, I chose to spend time with family, and we need that sometimes. So I also needed it for my mental health because I knew that today I was going to meet my 12 new students, and now my year was going to actually begin. So here I am, you know, yesterday going, mm, I just can't write. So I pulled up my blog and I was going to bank a blog because I love this banking concept. Um, and I was, I wrote a blog. I went on to get my friend's links. And while I was on Amazon, I saw that I had that number one new release. Well, that motivated me somehow. I got so much energy from that. It was like writing sprint to go back in and edit. So I had to decide, okay, I'm going to edit. I'm not going to start anything new. I'm going to go back in with fresh eyes. Because I'd watched a video the other day where one of the authors that I follow, they had their book in their hand and they had bunches of sticky notes. And if I would have been smart about it, yes, I would have sticky noted as Sam and I went through. Because there was a spot where there was not a period in, a, in its place. I'm like, how did I forget a period in the rapture revolution? Through all of my edits, there were three times where the spacing was indented five times over more. So it looks ridiculous because it kind of indents way in. So I had to fix that. And then there was a line that was repeated twice where, um, where Benjamin Beaver is standing at the podium and he's around all of the delegates. And I knew it was in Delegates Unite. I knew it was in that chapter at the very beginning. So I found all of those mistakes except my period. So I think it's wise that you read with stickies. And she had stickies everywhere. And that made me feel even better because I was like, okay, she's got stickies everywhere. She's still editing. That's why she's getting her proof copies. That's why she's looking through these things. Um, because, you know, you're bound, guys. You're bound to miss something. And I'm going to tell you what. We were reading... Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury last year, and this one was the updated edition with the new cover, and we were still finding a lot of errors in that book, typeset errors, and so I don't want you to beat yourself up. It's, you know, it's not the end of the world. However, if you have time going back and looking and then re-uploading, it's just no big deal. It's kind of like a part of it, okay? So it's something that you have to accept you know, without being down on yourself. So, I had fixed those errors the other day, the Raptor Revolution errors. Well, then I was like, okay, I'm going to go back into Bridges because Bridges is going to be released in October. And I had a free opportunity to have a beta reader read it, a professional reader. She was an editor. And she went in, she wanted to help, and she edited my book for me and she caught some things like again those quotation marks are like aggravating and I've got to figure out how to turn those things off on pro writing aid um to where they're they're turning they're inverting when I'm copying and pasting over and there they happened a couple of times so we definitely have to figure that out everybody you guys have to be aware that that happens okay um but she caught some things. I didn't have any spelling errors as far as a spell uh, mistake. But I did have like maybe I left a word out here or there. Um, like when I talked about the black piano in his room. The baby grand. Um, I left out like the word the. Um, 
there was the the little quotation thingies and then she had marked about a scene a scene that would might turn people away from my character well my character is a fighter okay so anybody that knows me you guys know what i watch on um every saturday um you know and khabib's fight is coming up uh, september 7th so i've got to wait until that next pay-per-view but i'm telling you i am a ufc fan um uh, my son um, is trained in brazilian jiu-jitsu and so it's a part of my family so when i hear about somebody like defending someone and fighting i didn't quite really thinking of anything of it it would have been what seth would have done but I didn't make it clear that these were older teens that were bullying. And it wasn't like he was picking on somebody really young. And so I could see the characters in my head. I knew there were a bunch of teenagers just messing around um, and being mean to uh, Jasmine's little brother. But they wouldn't have known that because I didn't, I didn't clarify it. So she was exactly right. She called that. She was like, oh, my gosh, he's bullying. He's being up little kids. I don't like him. And I'm like... Oh no, no, those weren't little kids. Those were those were like teenagers. Oh no, I messed up. So I went in, I reread the scene, and you know how you have to decide: do you keep a scene in or do you let a scene go if it's not advancing the plot or doing anything for the characters? And I did not want to tarnish Seth in any way because Seth is not a bad guy. Seth is not someone who is irrational, but he does have a point to where he is going to defend um, the weak. Um, and he's very, you know, he's he is a fighter. He's a Scottish warrior. <laughs> they just don't know it yet at the beginning. But I went ahead and shaved off the scene and cut it a little bit. And it didn't affect anything. Because at first I was thinking, okay, if I'm going to cut and do all of this, it's going to mess up not only my page count, it's going to mess up the cover. Because as you guys know, when you are uploading your spine, your spine is based on how many pages that you have in a book. And I was like, okay, I cannot be contacting my cover designer asking her to fix a, a spine. So what do I do? So I already came up with a plan. And I was talking with another writer about this yesterday, about what to include in the back matter. So I will tell you. So what my plan is, let's say you go through and you've got to edit. And you go, oh my gosh, I've got to take out all these scenes or I've got to rework this. And you end up with like 10 pages that you've cut if you've done like a, a beta read edit again or something or, or whatever. If you've edited it yourself and you find out that you have a cut, well, you can take one of your other books and you can introduce them to a new character. So you could take, for example, through that book because bridges is ya i would choose one of my ya books to put in i could either put chapter one of crossings which would be really smart to do because that is going to be book two and so that dives them right in because the beta reader's response was it had no ending your book did not end it's not a standalone well it's not meant to be it is a trilogy and i did not close it up when you pick up the next book you know she's in scotland like i know all three books like i know why i don't really tell a lot about the dad in book one because the father is revealed more in the other books i understand why i don't do this and that and if the reader is having questions i don't want it to be such a glaring question that it's going to turn a reader away however i do want them to question um that 
makes them wonder, okay, maybe more of the story will continue to be revealed. Um, I was not going to write a 400-page book one. Um, so I loved some of the suggestions. Um, I also took some of the suggestions as something very positive that I was doing that the reader did not understand. Like, they didn't know. Like, they didn't know that this was a Christian fiction book. They didn't know that my characters were strong Christian characters. I did not tell them it was Christian fiction from the beginning. I just said, this is a YA read. Um, and when they said that they had unwavering beliefs and they were very strong in their belief systems um, and they needed to doubt and question their belief systems, the answer would be no. Um, I actually wanted to portray Jasmine as a very strong Christian teenage character surrounded by, you know, her best friend who tries to get it right doesn't always get it right, but he does try, and a strong Christian boyfriend who is going to support her as well. And so I wanted to show that that did exist out there in the world, because it does. And um, it is not something unrealistic. Um, so I felt very like affirmed that I did get the characters right in that way because that is how you know I set out to be with my characters in the set in this series so um so that suggestion about maybe adding a little bit of tension and jealousy no because those aren't fruits of the spirit and I need to show healthy friendship relationships because there are really positive healthy relationships out there um, and if teenagers, you know, see that, they might say, okay, well, I have a relationship like that with my best friend, or I have a relationship like that, or I see other people with these relationships, I know that it can be done, and they can model it from that. Um, and so, I felt very confident about the, the, you know, the formed relationships that I had in there, and I did get positive feedback on the brother relationship, on the best friend relationship. So, so I'm all good. It's all good. Um, but I did go through with the, the mistakes um, and fix them. And I got halfway through. I think I have like 30 pages left. But as far as the pacing being fast, that's exactly what you want with a reluctant reader group. And because my books are written for the reluctant reader, and they didn't know that either, that means that anyone can pick up that book and it can become like a fast read. Um, that's the whole goal of all of my books is that, you know, if students have difficulty accessing text, one, they're going to find diverse characters in the books that I read. Two, they're going to find stories that can be uplifting. They can be encouraging. They can still have elements of the paranormal and the supernatural and horror, but they're not going to be so convoluted with multiple, multiple subplots that are going to take them all over the place, and it's not going to be them sitting by a campfire for 200 pages. You know, it's actually going to be a fast-moving book to keep them engaged in the book. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for any reader to be able to pick it up. And to be able to start into a series and say, okay, this is going to be 
not only uh, maybe one of my first books that I've actually convinced myself to read, because that's true. There's a lot of books that are first for students who are reluctant readers. They read because they're forced to. They're not going to read because they just pick it up on their own. So I'm hoping that it can maybe be a first for many readers, but I'm hoping also it can be a first trilogy for many readers, that they will actually go through this series um, and grow with the series. So, you know, they do get married and it does become kind of like, okay, maybe you're reaching over from YA to new adult in the last book, but they are married, so you are still showing values of Christian relationship. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I thought about that one over the weekend that I was like, do I need to categorize that one as new age? And that one's coming out in February. So I have plenty of time to pray over that and go ahead and up that age level on it and go ahead and mark that one as an adult read for that third series. But I also want to see what Stephanie Meyer did with Breaking Dawn. Like, how did she categorize Breaking Dawn when Edward and Bella got married? Was it still a YA? Because now her characters are adults. And Jasleen is 17 in the book, but she turns 18 soon after. Um, and so then it's pushing my characters into that new age bracket. So that's something that I have to consider. Even crossings would probably be new age. Um, and so things like that didn't dawn on me when I banked. And I can just go in and change the descriptions because I am going to go in and do some, some more heavy editing just looking for these curly Q <laughs> quotation marks. Um, and I have my crossings book. I actually have a hard copy of that. So I'm definitely going to be, um, after I get Bridges out of the way, I'm going to go to Crossings next. But that one is going to be released in December. So I'm just really glad to see that other, you know, authors, they're doing this work. They're banking books. They've went through a lot of edits, but then they get the copies and they go, ah, I still have more. And then they just upload again. And so I need to have all of those uploaded to Ingram Spark probably by November. Um the crossings and tides. I want to get those uploaded by November so that way they're they're in the system, but I want to get bridges uploaded by the end of September. So my plans have changed a little bit and that was because I got that extensive um support provided for me for free. Uh, one of my friends even told me yesterday that they they would love to help me out. Like they would love to look at one. Um, and I can't have them to look at crossings without looking at bridges first. So, um, I don't know. And, and they love Twilight as much as I do. So, or, I don't know if you, oh, well, yeah, I'll say that. Let me just go ahead and say that. They love Twilight. And so maybe they would be able to read it. Um, I don't know. That's a lot. That's asking a lot of my friends. Like, I feel guilty asking my friends, but she volunteered to look over it. Um, and so I may send her that one too. I'm, I'm going to pray over that. I'm going to ask her again. Like, are you sure? Is that something that you would want to look over? Even if it's just the first, you know, five chapters or whatever, just to see how I'm introducing it. Because even though I was told my pacing was fast and it was very 
you know, quick for YA. Um, it is 240 pages, which I'm not like, again, I'm not going to make the 400 page book one. I'm not doing that for reluctant readers. It would turn them off. Um, so, but maybe I could start some of the paranormal work earlier into the book. I was told that, but I wanted to build up relationships first. I wanted to build strong characters first to show, okay, if things, you know, start to happen that are a little extraordinary, let's just put it that way, that the characters were already invested in one another. Because if, in my opinion, if I would have met someone in real life, let's just say that it is possible to have superpowers, okay? Let's just say that it's possible to, to be Superman. I'm just going to use him for example. And I had not formed a relationship with Superman prior to knowing he was Superman. Like, if I wasn't in love with him already, or if I wasn't, um, like, I would feel like some type of relationship would have to be formed. Like, you would have to know the character a little bit. You would, you would have to be invested in that character. Because then, once you found out that he was a superhero, and he had the weight of the world on his shoulders, um, you would be like, oh, uh, I'm not living that life. That's a dangerous life. Or, um, nope. No, but because Lois Lane was already in love with him, um, then when she found out the truth about him and who he was, it all made perfect sense because she had already built that relationship. So, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like battling with that concept about putting a lot of the supernatural earlier. If you go back and you read it a second time, you'll see all the little breadcrumbs I left. Um... And those little, those little clues that I left, all of that foreshadowing, you might not get it, but you would get it if you went back in at a second read. And I'm good with that because I've read Twilight multiple times. Um, and you can get, you know, a lot of the, oh, that was so cute. I saw a kid, like he was entertaining them at the bus stop. And everybody was all huddled around laughing. I hope it's positive, but it looked hilarious. Okay, um... What was I saying? Oh, but you can read multiple times, and then you can say, Oh, I get it now. There's that author. Uh-huh. I see. So that's why Brie acted a certain way at the very beginning. And that's why she was so sure about Tucker. And now this all makes perfect sense now. It's not all supposed to make sense at the beginning. And I teach inferencing, and I teach all of this work. So I'm on the teacher end trying to make sure that I'm leaving these, like, these little inferencing spots in books that just make students engage enough to where they might say oh but I don't want to lose a reader either so there we go you're kind of getting that quandary you kind of get you want to be in that middle ground with everything and I don't want to go too far out in left field so I kind of want to be in the middle lane and and maybe I do need another set of eyes at least at the beginning you know if if my friend can't read all of it um before the end of September because I need it uploaded. I need this thing done because you have to give it a few days to be able to um, reset itself into the system. And I watched videos about that too. Like you can't wait till the day of your pre-order to go up and upload it um, because it takes a few days. So 
uh, for it to go through and get picked back up by the distributors. So there's no way that I'm waiting. I don't even want to do it in October. Like I want this thing completely done and, and I'm almost finished with my part. And then uh, when I get paid, I'm gonna order a copy, a hard copy so I can hold it in my hand and look for spacing problems because for some reason, I did not catch those three spacing problems in Rapture Revolution, and they look so weird. Um, but maybe if I'm holding the book in my hand, not only will I catch the spacing, but I might catch one other spot where the curlies, I didn't pick up on it. Um, so those are some things that, you know, I'm talking you through what I'm up to lately. Um, complete change of plans, though. And it's because I got that beta read back. Um, so your author life has got to be this constant motion of just being open to whatever it is, you know, that when inspiration hits or, you know, what your sustained energy is. And editing a book right now is probably better for me than finishing writing the book. Um, I have a book signing on Saturday. I'm going to be talking more about that this week. And so I've got to, um, you know, prepare for the book signing. And then I've got, um, oh, I made it 10 minutes early, too. There we go. Yes. Um, so I've got the book signing on Saturday. Um, I've got birthday parties on Sunday for the twins. And it's like, okay, you got all of these things every single weekend. I looked at my calendar. Y'all, my weekends are so full. Um, Everything is hitting here at the fall of the year, and I'm like, wow, you know, I need more events, but I also have a lot of family engagements that are coming up, and I'm like, I've got to learn how to balance all of this stuff, plus get writing time in. So, I'm going to continue to look at my schedule, continue to see what works for me. Um, I readjusted my schedule this week as far as my cooking schedule goes, so that way I'll, I would have all light meals Monday through Friday, and yesterday, it was a heavy meal. It took a long time for prep um, for what we made yesterday. So, um, I was going to actually have that on Wednesday, and I'm like, nope, changing it up. And then my husband's cooking tonight because we have piano and errands and things that we have to do on Monday nights for homeschool. So, um, my husband picked up Mondays. And he's also going to pick up another day during the week. So hopefully by the end of the week, I will not be as exhausted as I was last week. <laughs> Taking two naps and all of this kind of stuff. That's for the birds. I got too many things to write. I got too many things going on in my life. Um, and until the Lord, you know, opens the doors for me to be a full-time author, I'm going to have to learn how to juggle this life with a full-time job and full-time homeschooling. And, you know, just try to show you guys that it's possible. Um, but I've got to make it work, too. i got to make it possible for myself. So I am very thankful for the banking system. I've already discussed with my husband what my holidays are going to look like. I've already kind of outlined holidays. Um, next Monday, I'm off. So that gives me a full day, and that's when I'm planning on, hopefully, getting five chapters done of my Hallmark book by next Monday. So um, while I'm looking at what can I do to make up for time, because I'm only on chapter three, 
I'm hoping I can get to chapter five and chapter or chapter six by next Monday. We'll see. I've set my goal. Um, we'll see how that goes. I still think that if I go up to six chapters and then I try to write um, six chapters a week, that I might make the cutoff of the 75,000 words. I might. Um, and if I don't, I've got a sweet Christmas tale, hopefully. That's going to be good. It's getting beta read as I go. Got really wonderful um, response. Had some areas that um, I went ahead and cleaned up. And I got some wonderful response from it. So the beta read as you go is a great idea. Um, count that for me, guys, as, as a way to fix anything early on, any questions that might arise. Either you fix them or you tell them, oh, that's coming. That's your little clue. Good questioning. You know, and you see it as it's unfolding and it's not at the very end. So I love that I have a variety of beta readers this time. I have English majors. I have um, teachers. I have friends. I have my aunt again. I have a parent of a of a child I used to teach. Um, she works at the university, um, and so I've got a wide variety of Hallmark readers. A lot of people love Hallmark, and apparently, when I told them I was doing this for my mama, and it was to pattern a Hallmark story, so hopefully Hallmark would pick it up. Um, they grabbed onto that that hallmark. Oh, I'm I'm intrigued. Let me read it. So I got me some good betas, guys. I got me a great pool of betas this time. I just had to continue to write for them. So the motivation has got to be there and the inspiration. So I'm going to continue to pray that the Lord um, gives me the little burst of energy at least an hour, maybe a night this week. So I'm looking at trying to write from 10 to 11 every day. That's what my goal is going to be. Um, we're going to see if I can do it. And I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to try to take care of myself better. I've also looked at making sure I'm going to eat during the day. I made one of those mason jar salads. If you guys never seen those, you can go to my Pinterest. And I'll put it on, like, the recipes. Um, so you can follow along uh, with my trying to be a little bit more um, healthy. So that way, I can make sure that um, I'm giving my, my body the energy that it needs. My husband talked to me about that um, as a way to try to help um, with my energy levels. So, um, so you know, eating better. I, I'm not adding exercise in there, though. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, today is the only day that I get to exercise. I take walks with my son on Mondays. Um, and so... Even, we even walk in the rain. It's hilarious. But we got um, we got Monday set aside for our time together to walk. But other than that, I don't do a lot of exercise other than running steps around this gigantic high school. And I'm telling y'all, do not know. I brought my Converse's in the car today because I'm wearing heels. My husband was like, I'm not used to you clanking. I'm like, yeah, don't get used to it. It's the first day I'm in a dress. Uh, don't get used to it because I'm going. I got my Converse's in the car to put on as soon as I get in the car. Because I know that this afternoon my feet are going to be worn out. And I also have black bedroom slippers to go with anything. And they're probably going to be on my feet <laughs> when I'm teaching. Because um, by third period, my feet are probably going to be killing me. But hopefully not. These are low heels. So I'm really hoping that these are going to be okay. I found them at Goodwill. I found my dress at Goodwill. I love it so much. Um, 
it's a cute little red and black dress. So let's hope that um, I can try to feel a little better by dressing up a little bit um, and just say a prayer for me as I try to reorganize my life and do the things that I need to do. I think that the sustained editing, so number one, editing, is going to be a key. And number two, continuing to try to push forward and make, you know, something new. So something old, something new. Um, if it's something borrowed, it's my friend's love and prayers. So let's try to marry into this new schedule together. And uh, you guys send me on my way with a bunch of prayers. And that's what I'm going to borrow from you guys. But um, I hope that you guys have a blessed day and a blessed start of your week. And I will check you guys out later. Okay, bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.